explorations in the yoga of sound, I would like to invite you to move your body in rhythm to a devotional mantra to Kali, the great feminine force and personification of Shakti as primal power. Start by standing with your right hand pointing upward and away from you. All your fingers are held close together. Your left hand is pointing downward. Once again, all your fingers are held close together. are held close together. This beautiful gesture embodies the energy of all the great goddesses, offering solace to the suffering and blessing the world with divine grace. Begin to turn slowly and deliberately while maintaining this mudra. You will remember that to turn clockwise draws you into your deep center, while turning anti-clockwise moves you outward into the world. Let your body move in the direction it feels most inclined to. Clockwise motion will draw all energy into your center, transforming it, while the opposite will allow energy to flow out of your deep center into the world offering healing to where it is most needed at this time. Whatever images come to your mind, be aware that you are blessing and relieving suffering through chanting this mantra with devotion. There are four exclamations in this mantra, Shri Ma, which respectfully addresses the Divine Mother, Kali Ma, Adhima, Primal Mother, and Pahima, which is Holy Mother. Each musical variation of the mantra is repeated twice, so listen and then sing along. Once the variations become familiar, you can sing continuously. After the chanting, Allow your body to slowly come to stillness. Start now by saying the mantra with me. Shrima Kalima
the rioters had abandoned all concern for themselves, for their safety, and for their freedom. Some threw rocks, stones, cans of beer, and soda at police in cars and police on foot. Heavily burdened people staggered out of the doors of supermarkets, followed by billows of smoke. Men and women carried electrical appliances in their arms, and some pushed washers and dryers down the middle of the street. However, nothing, not the voices trained to relay excitement, nor the images of unidentifiable looters entering and leaving unlighted shops could, cap could capture the terrifying threat of a riot, like the stench of scorched wood and burning rubber. Radios blared. Watts is on fire. Television cameras filmed a group of men turning over a car and a young woman throwing a bottle at a supermarket window. The glass seemed to break in slow motion. In fact, throughout the duration of the explosion, every incident shown on television seemed acted out at a pace slower than real time. Sirens screamed through the night, and television screens showed gangs of young men refusing to allow fire trucks a chance to put out fires. Burn, baby, burn. The instruction came clear over the radios. Burn, baby, burn. Then I walked. The smell had turned putrid as plastic furniture and supermarket meat departments smoldered. When I reached the main street, I stopped and watched as people pushed piled high store carts out of burning buildings. Police seemed to be everywhere and nowhere, watching from inside their cars. A young boy, his arms laden, his face knotted in concentration, suddenly saw me. He asked, you want a radio? I was amazed that there was no guilt in his voice. I said, no, no, not yet. Thanks anyway. Ordinarily, I would have read in the boy's face or felt or heard. Uh-oh, this woman knows I've been stealing there would have been at least an ounce of shame. But his approach had been conspiratorial, as if to say, we're in this together. I know you not only know what I'm doing, but you approve of it and would do it yourself if you could. Smoke and screams carried in the air. Someone behind me was cursing long, keen streaks of profanity. It became hard to discern if the figures brushing past me were male or female, young or old. The farther I walked, the more difficult it was to breathe. I had turned and started back to my car when a sound cut the air. 
the loud whine of police sirens was so close it stabbed into my ears. Policemen in gas masks emerged out of the smoke, figures from a nightmare. Alarm flooded me, and in a second, I was dislocated. It seemed that the sirens were in my nose, and smoke packed my ears like cotton. Two policemen grabbed a person in front of me. They dragged the man away as he screamed, Take your hands off me, you bastards. Let me go. I ran, but I couldn't see the pavement, so it was nearly impossible to keep my footing. I ran anyway. Someone grabbed for me, but I shrugged off the hand and continued running. My lungs were going to burst, and my calves were cramping. I pushed myself along. I was still running when I realized I was breathing clean air. I read the street signs and saw I was almost a mile away from my car. But at least I wasn't in jail. Because I had run in the opposite direction from where I had parked, I would have to circle watch to find my car.
thousand watts. Our your friend Charlie Pawnshop was a glorious blaze. I heard the flames lick, then eat the trays of zircons, mounted in red gold alloys, Easter clothes and stolen furs burned in the attic. Radios and TVs crackled with static plugged in only to a racial outlet. Hospitality Southern style. Cornphone grits and you all smile. Whole blocks novi. Brand new stars. Policemen caught in their brand new cars. Chugga, chugga, chugga. Get me one nigga. Looting and burning. He won't get far. Lightning, a hundred watts. Detroit, Newark, and New York. Screeching nerves, exploding minds. Lives tied to a policeman's whistle and a welfare worker's doorbell finger. Spirit walked with me on my second visit to the exploding section of Watts. I became invisible in the black community. I had to stop and stand still when I realized that no one seemed to see me. When I had visited Watts on the first day of my new job, no one spoke to me or commented on my presence, but I was seen. This time, I could have been in a white neighborhood. When a black person appears in a white part of town, there's a moment of alarm. But if the black doesn't appear threatening, he is erased from the white mind immediately. In the black community, a black person is always given her humanity. On this visit to Watts, the responses were different. Neither the looters, the police, the spectators, nor the National Guard took notice of me. A group of young men was bouncing a car filled with white passengers whose faces looked like Halloween masks through the car windows. Terror bulged from their eyes, and if the windows had been open, I would have heard the screams pouring out of their wide, gaping mouths. A phalanx of police slipped by me and were upon the rioters quickly and quietly. The officers began handcuffing the offenders, and I turned my attention to the now settled car. Its inhabitants were exchanging smiles that I didn't read as smiles of relief, but rather of satisfaction. They had come to Watts to get a thrill, and hadn't they done just that? The newly arrested men were marched close enough for me to touch them, but neither they nor the police regarded me. I came upon some people who were sauntering down the main street, casually taking in the sights. They were so at ease in that uneasy time and place that it was obvious that they lived in the neighborhood. Their concentration was on the stores, and the burned-out shells of buildings, so they didn't see me. The havoc now had areas of calm, 
and either I brought serenity with me or it found me wherever I was. I watched as people sifted through debris. Each whole cup or unbroken plate was treated as a treasure. A woman smiled with pleasure when she found a matched pair of shoes. A man passed me carrying a pair of well-worn pants. He was grinning. On the first day of insurgence,
This is the Found Round Sound Show. John Cutter, Bobby Redford.
that these have all been instruments that are sounded by being struck. You have probably invented your own percussion instruments without realizing that they had a name as a group, such as beating the cover of a pot with a stick. shepherd sitting in the shade of a rock, watching his sheep, and lazily breaking a reed and blowing through it. And he broke a second reed, a little shorter than the first, and he heard... Then a third, shorter one was broken off. Finally, he had a group of He put them side by side, closed the bottom, and blew across the top. 
addition of mechanical blowers and pipe stoppers to replace the human lungs and fingers. will always remind me of my particular past. Hold it, hold it right there.
Woodblock, and you haven't mentioned my name once. Sorry, I didn't notice you. You look more like a block of wood than an instrument. I'm possibly the most important instrument in the entire percussion section. Listen. Said the woodblock to the triangle, it's very plain to see that you're not very versatile, not half as much as me. The sound you make is rather weak. I guess it's just as well that you can't go. You sound more like a bell. Said the woodblock to the kettle drums, you're hard upon the ears. You make more noise than 20 boys or 50 bombardiers. The sound you make is awfully loud, and so I must assume that you can't go. Says you can only boom. Said the woodblock to the cymbals, you're bright and
her with a star in everyone's eyes. And when she said she'd be a movie queen, nobody laughed. A face like an angel, she could be anything. Emily, Emma, Emily, I'm gonna write your name high on that silver screen.
So day after day I've tried. I keep saying she'll be back. But today, again I've lied. Oh, I see her face everywhere I go. On the street and even at the picture show. Have you seen her? Tell me, have you seen her?
Speed, I'm almost there. Gotta keep cool now, gotta take care. Last car to pass, here I go. And the line of cars drove down real slow. Whoa. And the radio played that forgotten song. I'm 
to employ specific musical intervals with the mantra. The pronunciation has been explained in the textual version.
remember folks if you're listening live to catch a movie on YouTube with Mike and Carl the two the next mantra that I'd like to share with you comes from the
want to kiss you on the face. Yeah. Uh, but it sounds like you were into it oh, for so a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, well, I loved feeling feelings and Bible delving. Feeling mm. one with the universe or something. I don't mm -hmm, know. Mm -hmm. Feeling is fantastic. But mm -hmm. it's mostly because I just, I've always been an outsider and I've Good evening, and welcome to the Gates of Delirium. Two hours of the finest prog rock ever conceived, performed, and endowed upon humanity. I am your host, Perkins Warbeck, the 23rd, last in the line of the Plantagenet dynasty, which I vow shall return one day and retake the throne of England. In the meantime, I am committed to bringing the world the very best of progressive rock and roll. From its heyday, 1969 to 1976, and then smattering of the genre, which persists in various forms to this day. It's still alive as long as creative folk want to play rock and roll and want to expand beyond the strictures of the genre. all other forms of musical expression, all fused into one beautiful package. Here in the Gates of Delirium, we are on mutinyradio.fm right now. It's April 20th, 2022. Happy 420, everybody. It was a big gathering in the park today, celebrating the ceremonial urn. I wish I was there, but I was preparing for this. Today's show, 30th installment of Gates of Delirium. We're going to emphasize, we're going to concentrate on two bands. One is Steve Hillage, his first album after he left the band Gong. This is from 1975. That would be Fish Rising. And we're also going to hear Popol Vuh, entire album, Live Now. You are listening to The Gates of Delirium. This is the glorious Ohm riff by Steve Hillage. 